0: Today, we're putting a short pause button on our series of mother-daughter conversations. We will hear Abby and I the next two weeks, but today, today is some announcements and some tips for you regarding dual credit college classes in high school, and I will finish up by sharing with you a bit from my heart about life in my house this week. Uh, We were traveling this week and that is why I needed to push pause on our series, but we'll be right back at it next week. Let's get started with More Intentional right now. Mom friend, you and I both know that while parenthood is the most rewarding role in all the world, it is also the toughest role. We get to enjoy great moments, plenty of times, where we just want to make time stand still while we soak in every ounce of the precious experience. But then, There are the days when intentional parenting means we have to be willing to get in there and do the hard work of difficult conversations or towing the line when we don't think we can hold strong much longer. It's doing whatever is best for our child, even if it is not comfortable, not popular with the world or not popular with our child. We're the parent and that sometimes requires getting in the trenches for the sake of our family. It's not necessarily pretty, but it's important. Today on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, this is an episode from an occasional ongoing series called Parenting in the Trenches. It's those weeks when, on the podcast, we're just gonna jump right into the messy parenting moments without bringing you the normal clean up quality control. It's an episode without all the bells and whistles. It hasn't been all cleaned up. There's no editing by my dear husband, Rich. You see, he gives so much time to this podcast. And in my seeking God for ways to lighten Rich's load, I felt like God was calling me to occasionally have an episode without all the extra tech support. So you could think of it as me saying, hey, intentional mom friend, since you and I are good friends now, I'm inviting you over even though I'm not wearing any makeup and I didn't clean up the house first for you. You get me with no frills, just friendship, chatting for a bit from my heart to your heart about the messy parts of parenthood. It's Parenting in the Trenches. So let's get in there together, mama. Let's crawl on down into that muddy mess and muck of life and deal with this issue together. Just the two of us. This is Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking mom. And this week, I'm right there beside you as we do some Parenting in the Trenches. So how are you doing, sweet mom friend? Are you okay? There's a lot going on this time of year when another school schedule is beginning. In my little corner of the world, the new school year has meant sending off not one, but two of my kids to college this year. This week, we dropped off our sixth child to college, Abby, at College of the Ozarks by Branson, Missouri. She will be a freshman studying public relations and minoring in ministry. And I say she's going to be a freshman, which is true, but she did take a lot of dual credit college classes during high school. And I'm going to share a few tips regarding dual credit classes with you in just a few minutes. But also at College of the Ozarks is my youngest son, Andrew, who is a junior in the engineering department. And I just want to give a little whoop whoop for him. Uh, he received a scholarship at the end of this past school year for receiving the highest GPA in his engineering program among his sophomore classmates. So we were so grateful to God for that added scholarship and for God helping him to achieve that, you know, not every year or in every circumstance uh, has my child been the top one. Sometimes things have happened where our child was struggling the most in something or was feeling left out or overlooked or trying really, really hard, but seemed to continually meet failure attempt after failed attempt. Mama, I don't know what you might be worrying about for your child in this season of a new school year beginning, But I do know that God sees every concern, and he saw that concern coming long before you did. Not only that, but he is orchestrating every facet of your child's life. Nothing goes unseen by our loving God. Scripture says that God knows the number of hairs on our head. It also says that he provides for the sparrows and the lilies of the field, and yet he loves our children and us ever so much more than that. Now this week, because we were busy taking our daughter to college, our scheduled podcast is not ready for all of you. Next week, you will hear the conversation between Abby and I about her number two book pick for Knowing Your Value, Leading Your heart and navigating relationships. And then the following week... You'll hear our discussion about her number one book pick. I am super excited about the series that will begin after that. We will be talking about saving money on groceries and household cleaners. That's right. It's going to be the Practically Speaking Mom's Guide to Grocery Savings and Time Savings in the Kitchen. I mean, these are my mom hacks for stretching dollars and becoming more efficient with meals. Now, I love, love, love efficiency and organization and saving money and time. I mean, those things are really my jam. I have packed those episodes that are coming with lots of help for your budget and for your schedule. Everyone is struggling with the cost of rising groceries, and I'm going to help you get more with less. Seriously, as a mom to seven kids, three of those being boys, and you know, teenage boys, they can eat a lot, I had to do a lot of grocery shopping. And something you may not know is that my parents lived with us for seven years. That means that 11 people in one house where I was cooking, but rarely, honestly, was it just the 11 of us. My kids' friends were there. And then as my kids got older and then began dating, then they got engaged, their fiance were there so many meals I mean an average Sunday dinner was fifteen people every week? We'd all pile around the table, cramming it. Few more people on the benches. You know that was my stage of life where uh, all of the the seats were benches because I needed to fit a lot of people on those benches. We'd pass around spaghetti and salad, or roast and potatoes, or chicken and rice. A full dinner table on a Sunday after church. Now the was definitely the good old days for me. But do you know what else about those days? We didn't have much money. You know, money is not what determines the quality of our life, right? But I had to watch every penny and we never went out to eat with that many people. It just wasn't feasible. I got a lot of practice at feeding my little army on a shoestring budget. And I cannot wait to, to begin this series with you in a couple of weeks. Now that's from my ongoing occasional theme called Lasso Your Life. For you see, Mama, my philosophy is that we want to lasso the parts of our life that take up our time and energy. We have to get them under control or they will suck up all of our time and all of our energy and we will not have time or energy to get around to the important things in life. All of those things, you know, obviously, um, money and groceries and time savings, they don't matter, except that they affect what really matters. And what really matters is reaching the heart of our children, nurturing the precious relationships that God has given to us. And thus, I love the ongoing occasional theme of last Your life, because I love efficiency. And I love knowing that the more efficient we are, the more we are freed up to focus on those hearts and those minds and those relationships. And, you know, relationships, that is why we're in the middle, middle of a series on guarding and guiding hearts and navigating relationships. But we're taking this little short breather in between there. Since I had sent Abby to school this week and and Andrew to school, I wanted to share with you just a few tips that I have on dual credit college classes in high school. Okay. I'm going to give you five quick tips. Number one, don't throw them in the deep end. Too many times I see parents saying, okay, this is your first college classes. It's all up to you now. You're on your own. You sink or swim. And this is what I found is, you know what? Dual credit classes, which is where you take college classes during high school that gives you credit for both high school and college. This is a wonderful gift to have the opportunity to do that. And we wanna maximize that gift, not squander it. And how it can really be maximized, one of the ways is that it allows our kids to learn how to take college classes At an earlier time than when they're learning all the other ropes of college, you know, Abby is being a freshman at college this year, learning how to live in a dorm learning how to live with a roommate, learning how to communicate with professors and, and how to eat in a cafeteria and how to get her badge and how to get her mail and, you know, all of these different things that are brand new to her. So it was helpful to allow her to do dual credit classes in high school where she learned all of the classes part uh, the of newness regarding college classes. So number one, don't throw them in the deep end of the pool. Instead, go ahead and stick close by them through their first two dual credit classes, and this will help them so much in gaining their footing. In fact, if you will do this, if along with number two, and that is do pick an easy subject for them first in dual credit classes, because here's what you want. You want them to succeed really strong in those first couple of classes. And it will give them the mindset that they have what it takes to succeed in college. If you throw them in the deep end and let them pick something hard, then if they don't do well at it, it sets a precedence in their mind that, okay, maybe I'm not cut out for college. Maybe I can't handle it. And you know, I told my kids, I am totally fine with you not graduating from college. You know, it's whatever God wants for your future career. And that's awesome. And that's great. And, and maybe he wants college for you later and not now. And that's great, too. But we're going to take at least a couple of classes, because I want you to know, you can do this. And so you can walk away from college after that saying, I know how to do this, I know how to do it well. And so I know it is a green light opportunity for me in the future, if that is what God calls me to do. So that was my philosophy about college classes is that I wanted them to take at least a few. Okay, so let's, let's move on then to my third little tip for you about dual credit college classes. And that is pay attention to the content. I hate to say it, but it is true that there are a lot of higher education, um, organizations, companies out there, colleges out there, whose motives are really not about your child's success and career. They really have some social agendas that they are pushing and they don't mind if it tramples your your child's spirit. In the meantime, they don't mind if it is full of a bunch of lies about truth and reality and what will build a healthy individual and build a healthy society. I know that sounds really pessimistic and you might, fully disagree with me, and that's okay. But I I need to speak from my heart, you know, the messages that, that I feel g- like God has placed on my heart with my podcast. And one of them is that we really have to pay attention to content. And so what I would encourage you to do, if you're going to use like a community college for dual credit classes for your kids, then pick like math class or Spanish class or, you know, things that The content is not going to be social engineering focused. If you pick history or if you pick sciences, you might like, like probably a biology class would have more social engineering in it than a chemistry class, for example. So just think that through parents, I want to give them as much truth as possible for as long as possible so that they're fully equipped for the world, okay? Now, we discuss all kinds of things that are false, false premises, and and how to distinguish truth from lies and all that kind of stuff growing up. So it's not like I shelter them from false information, but I for sure want to equip them with truth. And in an environment, you know, think of like um, a greenhouse or our, when we plant a little plant, we want to protect it from the storms and the weather and gradually as the plant's roots get deep and strong, then we can set them, you know, free into worse weather and remove the, the protections that have been placed on them till their roots are deep, until they can handle that other stuff. So anyway, I'm truly not trying to step on any toes or trample your spot of where God may have called you to in your life. I just needed to share from my heart about that. Just pay attention to content when you're picking those earlier classes. If they need to, you know, if God calls them to um, go to the mission field of a public college after that, great, then let them do that. But if you can get some dual credit in um, belief system that you know will be better for them while they're younger, then that is great too. So a couple of schools that I could recommend to you. Oral Roberts University has very inexpensive Christian based, biblically based, Uh, curriculum in their dual credit courses and also Oklahoma Wesleyan. Those are two options for you that you can use anywhere in the country. And I think maybe even anywhere around the world to do this dual credit um, at an affordable rate, so much cheaper than taking those same colleges classes when they are actually in college. The final thing that I want to say about dual credit, and then we're going to wrap up with something from my heart. Uh, that that wasn't technically the part that was from my heart. Okay, number five. Number five, if you homeschool and would like more tips like this, you may want to check out my ebook, The Homeschool Roadmap to College, which is available on my website, practicallyspeakingmom.com. It's only a $5 download. I also have a homeschool ebook For the years prior to high school, which is called Homeschooling in Real Life, which is also available at PracticallySpeakingMom.com, some of the things in Homeschooling for Real Life is simplifying schedules and records and curriculum, saving time and keeping your sanity, making a student checklist that increases accountability and responsibility, creating learning spots in your home, uh, determining your priorities and implementing them into your days, character development, success habits. Those are some of the things in homeschooling in real life. Uh, But honestly, I gotta tell you, if you have a kid in middle school or high school, I would so say that my first pick is for you to read The Homeschool Roadmap to College. Uh, I do have another book, it's available as an ebook or a regular book, that is for um, students in high school, or a little before high school, that is for whether you homeschool or public school or whatever school, and that is called Gaining Momentum. And it's about success habits for landing their career job, whether they go to college or not. Okay, so that's a different book that I have. And the last third of that book is all about how to do life with that age child. So if you're struggling with having a teenager or young adult living in your home, how do you navigate those years? Well, the last third of my book, Gaining Momentum, is um, addressing the six questions of their heart at that specific stage of life. So you might wanna take a look at that book on my website. Today, I'm wrapping up (laughs) this episode by reading to you my Instagram post for this week. Now, you can find me on a public Facebook page or on Instagram, Practically Speaking Mom. That's how you'd get me publicly. Or, of course, you can also find me in my private Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. And it's named that not because I'm the intentional mom. I mean, I really do try to be intentional. But because that Facebook group is for the intentional moms who want to build strong families, That's what that Facebook group is for. And that's why it's called Intentional Mom Strong Family. That's also why the podcast is Practically Speaking Mom, Intentional Mom Strong Family, because I'm speaking to you, the Intentional Moms. And I'm so honored that you take your time each week to listen to this podcast. And I pray that it does strengthen your heart, strengthen your momentum and your drive for sticking to it, to doing the hard things, mama, because it's worth it. It is worth pouring in to the hearts of your children. It is worth transforming relationships to really impact their future, don't just tread water, don't just barely get by, like, really pray that God would light a fire in you to do whatever it takes to bring health to your family. And I was one of those families, and one of those mamas who was treading water, and who needed breakthrough. And God answered my prayers. And he really gave that. And then he just really (laughs) lit a fire in me to bring that truth to all of you. And that's why I do this podcast. And that's why I write the books that I write and bring you the resources that I do and have events because my heart is so on fire for impacting your families. I have experienced the great God of the universe caring about my individual families and my individual kids. And he had answers for my situations. And I know he's got answers for you too. And so I'm just so desiring that this podcast would be a blessing to you. And in fact, before we finish up with my little heart post from Instagram, I wanna ask a few requests of you. Number one, can you pray for God to guide me in this ministry? He just keeps me so motivated to impact your mama hearts, but I need to do everything I do according to his specific will for me. I need his direction and how to have enough time to do the things of podcast and write this fifth book that I'm working on, Answering the Six Questions of Your Child's Heart at Every Age. He just so has planted these these messages in me, and I want to be able to bring them to you in these different platforms, and I need his direction for how to do that while keeping him first and keeping my marriage second and keeping my children and my grandchildren next on that list. Far ahead of this ministry, I can only ministry to you well if I keep those priorities in order. So please pray that God would continue to give me direction in how to do that well. And then secondly, if you want to help out this ministry by being a part, um, and I have three different teams that I need help with, and God's just really laid on my heart in a couple different ways. And I'll, maybe I'll share with this with you in another podcast episode of how He showed me this. But, but I, I feel that he has said that he doesn't call big things through just one person, but that it really takes a whole group of people. God has laid on my heart to be sharing that with all of you, that maybe there's a role for you to play in the ministry of impacting mamas and impacting families. And if that is you, and if you feel like you're feeling a little, a little fire being lit right now, as I'm talking to you about this, that maybe you're supposed to help out in, in this mission. Um, If you would email me, at Val at com. Val at com. Let me know that God has put on your heart to help out this ministry. There's three different teams that I need help with, and maybe you'll feel like one of these is your team. This is where you're supposed to be. Or maybe you want to help with all three of them, or maybe none of them sound right to you, but you felt like you were supposed to email me and tell me that God's laid it on your heart to help. Then please um, let me know. Here's Here's the three things. A prayer team or a social media team, or a book team, if you feel compelled to help me on any of those three things, and maybe you don't even know what that means right now. And and maybe I don't either. But I'm going to let God lead. And I want to be faithful to him and speaking up when he tells me to speak up. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And we'll see where it goes with that. Okay, so let's wrap up right now with my Instagram post. And then next week, I'll be back with you with our mother-daughter discussion between Abby and I. That's two weeks more left of that. And then we'll begin the new Lasso Your Life section that is on saving money on groceries and household cleaning and saving time too. Okay, let's finish this up. Okay, so this Instagram post has a picture with it, and it's a picture of my two youngest daughters on opposite ends of the living room couch at our house. It was just an average day, and I snapped a picture, and it happened to be that they were both just laughing and smiling and having a really good time, and you can tell that in the picture. I mean, the looks on their faces is both total contentment and having a great time just being sisters. So here's my post that I wrote, and this will wrap up our time today. I snapped this picture last year on just an ordinary day. It's my two youngest with Callie, the little dog in the middle. All of last year, I was trying to memorize the moments and to tuck them in my heart, for it was the last year we would have siblings living at home together. One by one, our seven kids have done what all kids do, grow up and move out. Today our sixth, Abby, will be leaving for college. This means that our caboose, Emma, will no longer have that sibling friend on the other end of the couch, or in the next bedroom, or at the dinner table, or in the back seat of the van. I know everything will be fine. I know that God designed Abby to be number six and Emma to be number seven. He put them in this order by design. It is the best possible arrangement for each of them. But in that moment of taking the picture and lots of other moments over the past year, my heart has been sad and nervous about this day, the day Emma becomes an only child at home. I know there will be difficult aspects to this transition, but here's what I also know. Hard is good. Hard means growth. We are no longer the same person we were before the hard. We can choose for hard to break us or build and beautify and refine us. Emma and I will choose beautiful refinement. Rich and I, we will step in. As Emma's occasional friend or buddy. Although neither of us are going to be able to break out in Disney sh- show tunes like the two sisters could. And we won't be quoting Veggie Tales or Tim Hawkins or Nacho Libre. Don't watch that last one. It is so stupid. And I think brain cells literally die as you vu- view it. We won't be able to do any of those things like these two sisters could. Emma will rely more on the other wonderful friends and mentors and mentees that God has so graciously brought into her life. She will also step into many new roles and develop many new interests and will have adventures that she wouldn't otherwise experience. Life is like that. We can't step into the new until we step out of the old. God will take care of her and her aching heart. God will take care of me and my aching heart. God will walk with Abby along the path of her new places and people. And these two sisters, they will both flourish together, but now apart, still nestled in the palm of God's hand.